I'm Jess. Hi, I'm Heidi. We have 30 years combined experience in the beauty industry that we want to share with you. We want to help you build a strong foundation for a better beauty business. don't want to listen to the music like for an hour <laughs> forgot to do that I'm like, i got all the off. other red buttons going yeah. like, turn it off turn it off you could probably press the button and turn off the music oh look at that oh my goodness sorry i'm all over the place today yeah it's been a, it's been a few it's been a week it has been heidi and i lost a few clients we did well a client a client's husband mm -hmm. and i lost a client yeah within it, 10 days and like not like they just quit coming to us they passed away yes so, so it's been a little bit of an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, it's been really sad. But we did have a beautiful vacation. We did. Last week, though, it feels like it was eight years ago. It really does feel like it was a long time ago. I know, and it was only literally like eight days ago yeah. that we got back. Yeah. Um, but it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. We went to Sedona, mm -hmm. got some energy healing, had some tarot reading. Yep. Yep. Did a little aura cleanse. Well, I didn't aura cleanse. I aura red. Mm -hmm. But I did get a crystal tiara. You did. Because everyone needs a crystal tiara. Out of moonstone. Yes. You know, bring in some feminine energy. Mm -hmm. and Because mm -hmm. apparently that is what both my tarot reader and my aura person said I am lacking. I have a lot of masculine energy. But I think that tends to happen when you run a business and run a household and do it all on your own. That um, energy tends to can. play forward mm -hmm. quite a bit mm -hmm. so the way the gentleman mario who read my aura said he said the masculine energy is more like the singer on the stage and the pre performer mm -hmm. and he said i need to work on being more of the woman who absorbs it all and enjoys the music of life and i was like who has time for that right. who's gonna take out the garbage nobody <laughs> has time for that sir i know i don't have time to go to a concert and they're not even having them so i'm just gonna stand up on the stage and yell at everybody right that's <laughs> that's my goal just to stand and scream well, oh well here's our sandwiches well, so today um, we thought we would talk a little bit about how to get clients and how to keep clients. And so, um, and we did, we did do a video on it um, on our Facebook page. <clears throat> so you could watch that as well. But there are several different ways of marketing yourself. Um, and so we're going to go through a few of those. The very first way you market, you could market yourself. And it's the first thing that I did was um, I got business cards and you can get them from, you know, anywhere who does them like this. I think I got mine from Vistaprint, but um, on the, on your business cards, like a lot of people, it's just like a name and a phone number, you know, or like, so, but we, we talked about it and I do prefer to have my address on my business cards, even though, you know, if I change somewhere, I have to get new business cards. But I don't buy... They're not very expensive. So. No, and I don't buy them a 1000 at a time. You know, like I'll buy 500 and then I'll order, you know, when that's getting low, I'll order another order. Right. So, you know, so things can change. And that way, if, if anything changes, like if you decide um, that you want to start booking people online and you don't have that on your business card, you know, you don't, you don't have a 1000 cards to get through before you can put that on there. So... But for the most part, like what I feel is pertinent information that needs to go on a business card is, <clears throat> excuse me, the salon name, 
Yes. Then your name. Mm-hmm. And then um, what you do. So like mine is Flashy Nails by Heidi. And then I do, uh, then I have um, Heidi Maxwell, owner, or owner Heidi Maxwell. And I say, like, nail technician. Then I put um, what I specialize in. So it says specializing in acrylic, gel polish, manicures, and pedicures. You specialize in nails? I do. What? It's crazy. Shocking. I should probably read one of your business cards. I know. As a nail technician. What? I no. Insanity. I'm learning yeah. new things all day long. <laughs> so, um, and then, you know, like, so then on the, like, then on the other, like on the, I don't know if you're looking at the card to be the left side of the card. That's where I usually put like my phone number in pretty big, pretty big lettering. And then underneath that is like in small lettering, the address. Mm. And then under that you would put like in big, in big lettering, like my lettering will be, it's like the same, the phone number and my website are the same size. Right. So then I put my website where you can book online. And then on the back of the card, I actually do put like appointments so that people who want the card to write their appointments on, I can do that. And that seems to work great. But I think those things on the card, I think are kind of important. Right. Because if someone's just handing you a card. Well, and it needs to be legible. It needs to have good colors, but not too much. It can't just be... You don't want it to stand out so much that people don't want to look at it. Right. And um, I don't have my phone number very big on mine because I'd actually rather no one called me. Mm-hmm. And because I don't have anyone to answer the phone and I can't answer when I'm in the middle of a wax. And, you know, I'm with a new client every 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't have the time to answer. So I my website for booking is way bigger than anything. And my voicemail even says, please go online to book. If you have any other issues, you can leave me a message. But I prefer if they will just text me, even say, hey, give me a call when you get a chance. Mm -hmm. And I know it sounds weird, but I don't love to listen to voicemails. And voicemails don't always come through. Yeah. So I would prefer that they just go online, look at the pricing and book. Because most of my people are referred. So they kind of know the answers to the questions they have. But my business cards do not have a lot on it. It's basically the business name, my name the website, and then underneath I do um, have my phone number and our address. And I may have, I've changed them a few times. Yeah, I've gotten a lot simpler since really most of my clients who take them are just giving them to someone. They're like, here's my wax lady. Right. Like they already understand what it's for. I don't really need to put stuff on there. Well, and I have found that if I, if I put in what I specialize in, because some nail techs do like a hard gel nail. Well, yours is very different though. You have mm-hmm. so many things. I'm doing wax. Yeah. Like I'm waxing you. There's not a lot of, yeah, there's different types of wax and there's different things, but you're not going to be like, well, I do blah, blah, blah waxing. Like I guess if you're sugaring, that's different or threading, but those are not, those are types of hair removal, not mm-hmm. waxing. Right. So for me, I'm waxing. Mm-hmm. Like they don't need to really know much else. Mm-hmm. So. But, you know, and don't use crazy script. Right. That like drives you me crazy. You might think it's pretty, but it's not always legible because right. you're doing it in like this fancy cursive script. And unfortunately, in this day and age, you, the younger generation cannot read cursive. Right. So <laughs> print is better. Right. Um, or if it's a, like a really pretty bold cursive that is super easy to read. Correct. Something like that. Um, I tend to go with like really pretty, like their prints. I, I do like a blocky letter style. I do too. I keep it really simple, really easy to read coloring. I try to, my cards right now are green with some leaves on them or something. And then 
um, white lettering yeah. or maybe dark green lettering. I don't, can't so, even remember. But, and you can catch like the your cards can catch someone's eye by coloring because mine are white and then I have like a red nail polish bottle on it. Right. And so the red catches the, the eye. But you can also order them where they have rounded corners. Yes. They have some great. Yeah. Um, you can order them out of specific materials. Um, it feels like, though, a lot of times with the amount of cards we go through, just don't spend the amount, like a I ton spend. of money on like material ones or velvet ones or here's my leather business card. It yeah, feels no. like it's a lot of money mm-hmm. for something that'll probably get thrown in the card. They'll just put the, your number in their phone and mm-hmm. be done with it. But, you know, they have some that are like maybe a thicker stock or a satiny paper or, or whatever. So, oh, yeah. you know, just kind of go with what you go with your gut a little bit, but then make sure everything is super legible right. and that people can find you. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Make sure that they know how to get a hold of you, how to book an appointment and who you are. Yeah. It's all you need. And then the next step after you get your business cards is uh, going around to places in the area that you work in. Right. And asking, you know, owners of other businesses that if you can put your card out. Well, and you can and also bi- make like like pamphlets yeah. or bigger brochures. cities that might be a little harder because there's so much competition. But like we've talked about before, maybe joining your chamber of commerce or joining like a women's group or joining a small business entrepreneur group, because then you can make connections with business owners of all different types of businesses. Mm-hmm. And then you can connect out that way. Mm hmm. And then, like, I know that I did print out some, well, they're like brochure cards. It Rack cards. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it had all of that same information on my, but that's on my business card on the front. And then the back, it had the list of, of what I do and the pricing. So that's always really cool because if I wasn't at work and just had a client who came in and was asking a specific question, right. she could hand them that and be like, well, this is well, and once the again, cost and whatever. Right. With those though, do not print out a million because no. most people raise their prices once a year, even if a couple bucks, you know, you have to raise them by co- like when costs go up. Yeah. So you don't want to have 800 no. rack cards no, no, and no. you want to order like maybe 50. I think I ordered a hundred. Yeah, and, and but now, and gone. now that you have a web page, it's different. You know, it's different because you can just send them there. I mean, it's good to have some, but really look at your traffic through your business. Uh-huh. Do you really need a hundred? Uh huh. Yeah. So it's you know those are a few things. Um, you know, mar- you know, like marketing wise, it is. It's just getting your name out there, having people see you, making sure that you, you know, if you do hair, your hair looks nice. If right. you're waxing, you don't have one brow, you know, right. stuff like that. Well, and the other thing is look at what your community uses for their social media, because we're in a smaller community, you know, 50, 50 to 70,000, depending on if oil's booming or not. Mm-hmm. But ours is a Facebook community. Mm-hmm. People kind of like Instagram, but really if they post on Instagram, it all goes to Facebook. They have the Casper classifieds. I mean, people are always asking for who can do hair and nails, everything in there. Mm -hmm. So for us, having Facebook pages was way more important than having an Instagram page. Yeah. Like Heidi has an Instagram page for her business Mm -hmm. only because with doing nails, you can get more, um, you know, national recognition and then using products and she tags the company she uses, works with. I never felt that was necessary for waxing. Mm. So I have a personal one and we do have one for this business Mm -hmm. because this is nationwide. Mm -hmm. I don't need someone from like, you know, Baltimore being like, hey, can I get in for a wax? Like you're not going to travel that far for a wax. There is probably an amazing person right down the street. Yeah. So, 
you need to look at what type of community you live in because some communities, no one's using Facebook anymore. Right. You know, everything is on Instagram and they're doing ads. Some people are only on TikTok, which feels like a lot of energy (laughs) to be on TikTok all day long because it's so much stimulation. It is. And your videos are super short. If you're going to do a video, it's super short. So, you know, you kind of just have to look at because there's not a one size fits all for marketing. Mm -mm. And I see a lot of people ask this question. They're like, how did everyone get clients? The right question to ask is I'm in a community this big Mm -hmm. in the Midwest in you know, this, how did you get clients? Yeah. Because there are different mindsets in different parts of the country. Yep. And that's very true. And how we get them here in Casper is not going to be how you get them in New York city. Right. It is not how you get them in Florida. Right. And you know, it's not how you're going to be like, you're not going to be in Texas getting clients the same way you do in Montana. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just very, you need to do more research for your location. Yeah. And the type of people that you have, that would be coming in. What kind of advertising do they, uh, attracts them? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not going to be the same everywhere. Well, and you know, in towns that are a little bit smaller, a lot of people thrive on referrals. We, right. We thrive on referrals. Yes. Um, and a bigger city, yeah, referrals are great, but there are so many. Right. There, I mean, there's so many people. There's no way that you, you know. It. I think what I've seen a lot of is in bigger cities, you tend to have more specials mm-hmm. until the, you know, you're really a bigger company. There's a lot more chains. Right. And then they do kind of undercut because they're able to, mm-hmm. they undercut some of the more local small places that don't want to do Groupons and don't want to do this and that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you have to watch out for stuff like Groupon. I found in my opinion and many other stylists and stuff because you're not making really any money. Yeah. But the other thing is that when I did it, we had like a kind of a group on thing that they used to do here in Casper. Mm-hmm. I start, I did it when I first opened. None of those clients came back. Yeah. They are just looking for sales. Mm-hmm. They came in, got it done and then went somewhere else that was cheaper. Yep. They just continued to group on it and like, Oh, I found a special. Mm-hmm. So instead of being loyal customers, they're just looking for the best deal. Mm hmm. So watch some of those when you're trying to market yourself. Yeah. And, you know, part of marketing yourself is being, you know, professional and, you know, making sure that if you do have a business Facebook page or Instagram, that that is done in a professional way. Right. It can't, you can't just put whatever you feel like willy nilly on. Yeah. And don't put all your drama out there. Mm -mm. Like I put a little bit about vacationing stuff on my personal page. I don't even share very much of that though. Because people, I share mostly what's going on in this business and in my waxing business. Mm-hmm. I don't really need, like my clients know what's going on in my life. We have great conversations. Right. But it doesn't need to be out there for everyone mm-hmm. who, and I see this a lot, you know, with these newer, some of the newer stylists that are friends of mine or on there. Right. And they're, you know, you're posting political memes or, you know, something that you think is funny, but it's just not well not appropriate as a business right and when you when you when you do those kinds of things you're literally turning off people who might come to you because you're really good at what you do but don't believe in the same things that you believe in politically or Or, religion wise or they're like oh she just used the f-bomb in a post and i don't like that and i'm not gonna go there or you know she dresses like a hooker or whatever like you have to be a little bit careful because if you're trying to use that as a form of advertisement you you need to use it the right way. Right. And you cannot bring in all of your personal beliefs right. if you're wanting to, or if you wanting to get busy. There are things you do not talk about 
with your clients and unless you've had that client for a long time and it's somewhere where you're comfortable going. You built some rapport with them and yeah. you understand that you guys can have this discussion. Right. But and then, you know, so marketing is, you know, you can always do like the Facebook ads and the Instagram ads yeah. and, you know. Well, and you can just boost posts on Facebook. Yep. You don't actually have to run ads because ads a lot of times go nationally or, you know, in right. big areas you don't want to spend. And it's a lot of money. Yeah. But there are ways to do things that, uh, that you know, help, will help you get clients right. um, in that way. But I honestly, your, rep your, rep your reputation is probably the biggest way to get clients. If you're right. good and you're fast and you're reasonable yeah. and people like you and enjoy being around you, then you will tend to get more clients because right. that's what people are looking for. Correct. And that's how you keep them. Yes. And, you know, always rebook yes. before a person leaves. Always, always, always. And if they're like, well, I'll check back. A lot of times what both Heidi and I will do is we'll be like, you know what? Why don't we just book this? Uh -huh. And then you let me know if it doesn't work. Yeah. Then because, call me and we can, we can change the schedule. Yeah, and but I let them know. I get said, you know, your, get, get in. I'm like, this is the cancellation policy. Just so you remember, uh -huh. you know, you have to let me know this far in advance. Otherwise, you know, and they're like, oh, okay. And then they're really good. You know, for the majority, most of my people go home that same day, look at their schedule. And right. if I don't hear from them, it means that it worked. And if I do hear from them, we reschedule. Right. But the best way to do it is to reschedule them when they're sitting right in front of you. That is, you know, and if they hem and haw, you know, you'll be like, well, you can, if, you, if you're not sure, like how long you want to go, yeah. we can always reschedule. Like if you're not sure if this is what you want, you can always right. cancel your appointment just make sure that they're aware of what your policies are. Right. And how far you're booked out. Cause I'm booked out three to four weeks. Yeah. And I do tell people if they, if they leave and they're, they haven't booked one out, you know, like usually I'm like, okay, well, you know, if you don't book today, I'm just going to warn you that, you know, tomorrow that it may mean that there aren't a lot of appointments available for you. to. Right. Choose. You may have to go out an extra week. Yeah. Or something. And, you know, and I do have people and they're like, well, you're really hard to get into. So absolutely I'll book. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably your best bet because otherwise you are out eight weeks instead of four. Right. So and especially if they're very, very um, set on a day and time. Yeah. They need to just book like I have a lash. I have a couple lash clients. I just whenever I open my schedule in November for the next year, I book them out for the whole year. Yep. And they're like, we'll just change it if we need to. And I move them around. If I go on vacation, they yep. know, but they're booked out. And I do that too. It's the easiest way to do it there. You will have some people who want like a Wednesday at one o'clock every yep. single time. Yep. And they, that just works for them because it's lunch. They're guaranteed it. They just are like, book me out for the year. Yep. And it is just so much easier. I have waxing clients who are like that, who are like, I don't work Mondays. I want Monday at nine o'clock. Yeah. Book me every three to four weeks or, you know, some I think this one's at four. So we do every four weeks and she just knows when it is. I have a couple clients who are like that. Yeah. And I do. I have several. So, and it just works better yep. for them and, well, and for you, actually. It's kind of, it's kind of nice. Well, and that's great because you can always offer that too to a client and be like, mm -hmm. Hey, you know, we can book you out for the six months. I book almost all my clients out for the whole summer Yeah, because everyone generally knows what their summer plans are. Mm -hmm. They know. So I'm like, let's just get you in there because this is full. That way, if you have to, you know, if, if you have to move it, it's going to be a bummer. But um, so we get them out like May through September. And I do the same thing. Like I'll do two two or three months at a time yep. where I'll be like, and, and that doesn't mean that I'm necessarily booking them at the same day and same time. I actually go through, okay, in, in two weeks, this is your appointment. And then two weeks later and then mm -hmm. two weeks later so that they're booking like five or six appointments at a time. Right. 
and which gets them through three months. Well, and in the summer, you know, we have to book for vacations. Yeah. You know, because things actually are getting back to normal a little bit and people are going to start vacationing. Like my busy season starts in about a week because all the spring breaks Mm -hmm. will start here and we have different school districts. And so spring breaks will last basically next week through like the first week in April. Right. So that's my busy season. And now we're going to start planning people's waxes around their trips Mm -hmm. or weddings or you know, this and this. So I'm like, all right, what do we have coming up? Well, I have this in August. So can we backtrack and get all my waxes in before this? So then they're booked. They're done. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so these are the best way to do that. And retaining your clients, if you are being professional and you're being reliable. Yeah. Um, you, you can sh- have your personality. Yeah, please. But, you know, like sometimes you may just need to take your personality and buffer it down a little bit. Right. Because not everybody, you know, if you're if your personality comes on too strong, like f- that's fine if you've had that client for like five years. But right. if you haven't, you may turn that person off until they get to, until they really get to know well, you. Well, they might not. You might not get another chance. Exactly. So, you know, really, there's not a big secret in keeping clients. No. Some clients are just not going to stay with you because, you know, maybe they can't afford it. They realize they yeah. couldn't afford it. Maybe they're just there for the sale, or they mm-hmm. don't like, you know, like they're. They didn't feel a rapport with you right. when they sat down and they had or to sit I'll, with you for an hour. Or There's like a number. Of well, with waxing too, a lot of my, I tell people to try it three times before they decide it's not for them because the first one sucks. Oh yeah. I don't want people to ever judge their first wax on their very first one. So I'm mm-hmm. like, do three. If you decide this isn't for you, we'll go from there. Right. And they're like, oh, okay. And usually then they'll book out their three. But you need to let people know up front, like what it probably will take to get used to it. Otherwise, if I didn't tell people that, they'd get one and be like, nope, mouth. Yeah. Never coming back. That was terrible. Mm-hmm. And it's just because it's what it is. But if you're like, no, this is why this is horrible, you know, and you have all this hair, this is your first time, you're anxious, let's just move past this and know this one's going to suck and let's move on. Well, and, you know, being upfront and honest yeah. is. I've always thought it's the best policy. Yep. And, you know, don't bring in a lot of personal junk. No. You don't need to come in and talk to your clients about your messy personal life if that's what you have. You, right. You know, you're there to listen. And yes, have a conversation. Right. But, you know, don't be like, well, I'm so broke. Right. And your clients do want do not want to hear how broke I you actually are. talk about my personal life a lot. And it's usually like where I'm going on vacation. Mm-hmm. But then all my clients are like, oh, my God, you inspired me to book a trip. So they'll come back the next time and be like, so I'm going to Mexico or I'm going here. I'm like, good. Like, you know, you will build that rapport yeah, where. Because I tell hilarious antidotes about my children. Well, and like with what I'm doing, I do have to talk a lot because people can't talk a lot. Yeah. But it's always like, okay, tell me what you do. Rip. Okay. You know, and mm-hmm. so I ask a lot of questions. But I also do, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going on this trip, and it was amazing. And, you know, then they're like, oh, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, you can. Mm -hmm. You know, they have these things called airlines. You just book one. Right. You go, and they're like, oh, okay. Yep. So, you know, building a rapport is your biggest thing to keep your clients. Because someone, even if they aren't crazy about the work you do, they will come to you because they love you. Right. And because you take care of them. You're like, let's book your next appointment. Yep. Let's get you taken care of. I tell all my clients, I'm like, I if you have any problems or issues, text me, even yes. if it's a weekend. If I don't get back to you within 24 hours, that means I didn't get it or I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Retext me. Please do not feel bad. If you are having an issue, please get a hold of me. They know that they are important to yep. me. They know that their comfort is important to me and that they can reach out. People need to feel important and significant 
especially when you're doing services that make them feel important and beautiful. Right. And I do the same thing with my clients, especially if they're new and I'm putting on a brand new full set. I'm like, please let me know if you have any problems. Because you never know, they could be, they could become allergic or, right. you know, something could have happened and they're, they're breaking their nails or, you know, so I'm always like, I'm available if you have any questions or you need help with something or, right. you know, if something's not working out, just let me know. Right. And a lot of it is just, you know, being friendly with them and then not taking your conversations too far when they're not supposed to go too far. You know, like, well, like I had said earlier today, how... One of my clients had quit going to her nail tech because one of the other girls in the salon had a uh, sex toy sitting on her table. And she was like, um, yeah, I'm, she's like, I was so uncomfortable. Right. And she's like, so I, once my appointment was finished and the girl asked me if I wanted to rebook, I told her absolutely not. Well, and that, you know, that's going to happen and. You just have to know your audience mm-hmm. no matter what, guys. Yeah. And that's just it, you know, like be careful around people until you really know them and then you can start kind of letting loose a little bit. Yep. But there are lines you don't cross and yep, absolutely. Just, just be careful Yep. and then you'll retain clients because as long as you never cross a line and make them uncomfortable, they'll come back to you. Absolutely. And do your best. Yes. Always do your best and continue to learn. Mm-hmm. So... Well, you know, you guys post, um, we are doing a YouTube channel and a TikTok and, um, we're going to be doing more lives on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. So, and we do have the Facebook group, but we know there's a lot of people who aren't on Facebook. So that's why we're expanding into some other stuff, Yeah, but you can still hop in there and comment. We do live trainings every Wednesday at Mm -hmm. 10 AM mountain standard time. Yep. And, you know, we've actually been reaching out to a lot of the schools now, um, talking to them about our new course. Mm-hmm. We actually have a few schools. So if you're in school, that might be one of your schools. Right. Or, you know, talk to your teacher and be like, hey, I've heard about this class. I'm really interested. Um, it's our, you know, our basic class on how to budget and how to plan and, your, you know, all the stuff that you need to know really before you leave school mm-hmm. that they just don't have time to teach you. Right. So it's something you could do at, in the evenings while you're going through school so that you are totally prepared mm-hmm. when you leave. Because school teaches you what they can, but yeah. that doesn't mean that they have time to teach you how to run a business. Right. So if you want to be fully prepared, you know, the course is there to go to the website, a betterbeautybusiness.com. All of the that's there, different links, you know, the link to the Facebook group, all of that. And Heidi and I have talked and we are actually going to start offering some one-on-one coaching. You mm-hmm. can just do it by the hour. That will be available here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and then we will be offering some group coaching with the class. Yep. Or, but the, the one yeah. Or the one-on-one coaching is really cool because you can just sign up for an hour and you you fill out a questionnaire so that yep. we can help you answer, you know, whatever questions you have. And you just sit with us for an hour and, you know, we can go through whatever questions you yep. have. We walk through it all. We get you where you need to be. And then if you want to do more, we do off, we will be offering packages. Yep. But as of right now, we found what a lot of people need. You just need an hour or two. Yeah. Right now, just to kind of get some questions straight. And or like how, or even just like, just even if it's just, I don't even know how to get started. Right. And really, some of you might be in school thinking, this is what I want, but I don't know how to do it. Yeah, do the hour or so. And then when you get out, you hire us as coaches or right. hire someone who, you know, that you like better. And I don't know who you'd like better than Heidi or myself. Because I know, like we're, we're hysterical. people ever. But um, then you hire yourself a coach, a business coach to get you where you need to go. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've harped on this coaching thing forever because really in the last couple of years, it has moved our business so personally far. and so far ahead. 
Yeah. So far and our personal lives. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we will talk to you next week and we love you all. Yay.